the day is over. It's complete. And we can sit aside for a while to check if it is complete indeed. If the livingness of the day is done with me, I invite you to sit in this mindfulness moment of here and now, slowly coming to this moment, slowly helping ourselves to come to this moment, gently watching ourselves returning to this moment, just as it is, just as we are, you and I. And checking if the day has lived itself through us and left us in a place of care, softness, joy, if not that, then at least a measure of satisfaction. And if nothing, even if we are greatly yearning, greatly wanting and desiring something, even in that beautiful space, can you and I sit and just accept, just see the beauty and grace of who we are? If desire and expectations are alive in us, can I sit and just love my desires, wants, needs and expectations, find a way to make it okay to be human? Many of us don't get sleep at night. And we wonder if we should strive to try and find a way to fall asleep. I invite us to also wonder if something wants us to stay awake, stay present, stay available, stay conscious to something whether it is thoughts, whether it's the space and environment we are living in, whether it's the people around us, whether it is our physical discomfort or comfort, whatever the reality, whatever it may be, I invite us to just simply sit up relax 
and be present to that and admit to ourselves I'm only human I am human and my humanity is mysterious I don't even know what it means to be human but I'm discovering every day I'm learning I'm growing you hear the sounds around me the sounds of the night insects that the rain has brought them out instantly they've come rushing out hear the sounds of the vehicles going past I'm deliberately not going to cover any of this with background music for I want to share this alive rich moment with you as it is invite you to pause this recording anytime and take take a few moments take as long as you like to simply close your eyes and enjoy all the sounds around you that is your world breathing, pulsating, throbbing around you, with you can you lend it your attention it's all at once it is past midnight here it may be so wherever you are maybe you don't get sleep maybe something is troubling you you would very much like to go into deep sleep I wish that for you or you could stay up and talk to that part of you that does not want to sleep maybe it has something to communicate which only you can listen to which you only you can receive and be present to and maybe something very subtle very simple and yet when it's brought under your awareness under the light of your awareness it begins to make a lot of sense it begins to feel liberating loving kind soft benevolent I invite you be your own best friend maybe take a paper and a pen or a pencil 
and just simply begin to write whatever comes to mind. Just flow, just ramble, just let it out, anything. Start with dot, 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 and and keep feeling your breath. Keep feeling the seat you are sitting on or lying on. Keep feeling the air around you. Keep listening to the sounds around you. And before you know it, your hand is already moving. You're writing your thoughts, your feelings. It's nothing to understand. Just simply arrive at the same spot where your whole being is. In doing so, sometimes you have to detour and collect a few parts of self that are lingering somewhere, walking in the meadows of the heart, lost in the sunset of the mind. Swimming with the toes, in some memories by checking in listening to those parts you slowly help them come come home come to you become part of your whole being awareness You'll know, yes, you'll know when you're feeling complete. You'll know that the whole of you is in this very moment, that there is no thoughts, emotions, sensations, tasks, goals that are keeping you away. you're not bringing them through any method. In fact, you're doing the reverse. You're not bringing them home at all. You're just saying, okay, like a mother watching the children play in the park. You're just checking in and say, I see. One of you is playing on the swing. Oh, I see. One of you is playing in the garden. Oh, I see one of you doesn't want to get up from the bench or the grass. One of you is playing with ball. You're simply checking in and making it okay for all your thoughts and emotions to be wherever they are, feeling whatever they need to feel. before you know it 
you already identified with your awareness you already know that your thoughts are not you that your feelings are not you that you are just your awareness and yet they are all part of you so not getting sleep can be very useful to simply meet ourselves where we are in our sleeplessness or in our wakefulness be asking ourselves what's the purpose for the you what are the uses of staying awake when one wants to really fall asleep end of perception beginning of simply being end of understanding beginning of simply feeling becoming the brush that's happy to experience all the colors that it's dipped into and yet it never becomes any colors but it remains the carrier of colors it never becomes the paper that likes to absorb the colors and make meaning and make images the brush simply remains the carrier of colors it washes itself off and stands happily in the stand by now you can check how your breath is feeling you didn't change anything you haven't tried to breathe better or slower you simply allowed yourself to be exactly what you are in this moment simply allowed your emotions to occupy you exactly the way they need to you simply allowed all the thoughts to carry out their business of movement analysis judgment memory exactly the way they need to nothing is right nothing is wrong it is what it is and you had a direct experience of it you can continue to have this direct experience of what is real right now in this moment any time in any moment and examine what that's what does that do does that change the experience of being alive how does that make you feel before after during and maybe 
once you have admitted the reality of who you are in this moment, maybe once you have admitted and acknowledged what is alive in you in this moment, then perhaps the day truly is done with you and it releases you into the night, into sleep. Thank you for allowing the day to live itself through you. Thank you for permitting the humanness of reality to permeate through you. Thank you for engaging with life as it is. Thank you for being honest. <laughs> With how it does not satisfy you. Or it does. Either way, your honesty is welcome, my life. You've done well today to be a child in the garden of existence and play, participate fully, do whatever you need to do, however best you know it can be done or not done in case you find yourself incapable of responding as well as you'd like to. That too is welcome by life. Take a look at that honesty. No matter what you do or don't do, you're enough. I'm enough. Because you are because I am. <coughs> the I am is the truth. No matter what we may be doing or feeling or not doing, no one can stop us from being simply being and that is what you are I am and we all are I am we are we cannot not be until we are alive and in I am life is holding us every moment bring our whole awareness to this I am, we begin to cooperate with life and allow it to hold us. We begin to put our ear to the heartbeat of life and listen to its suggestions, its guidance. It's trying to take us towards what is 
most abundant, most loving, most kind and most fruitful for us. The more we do this, bringing a full awareness, full attention to this very moment, letting everything be just the way it is, inside, outside, watching as many things as, as we can, inside, outside, blessing it, caressing it with our attention, there's so many things to watch and appreciate in one moment. The more we do this, the more we begin to understand the language of life and the messages it sends to us. Check again, how is your breath doing? Check those points which were painful inside the body or full of pleasure. How are they doing? You have tried to change nothing and yet you may notice some shift. I do. My eyelids are growing heavy. <coughs> My voice, voice is going to sleep. you to lie down in the embrace of being fully present here and now. Simply lie down. Expect nothing. Just let all your weight fall into the earth, the mattress, the cushion. And turn me off. Turn this audio off. Continue listening. Listening to your own thoughts. To the sounds around you. Following your breath. Simply saying I am, I'm present, I'm here. And see if tomorrow morning is any different. You can leave a voice message on this podcast tomorrow and send me a message if you like. Good night. Welcome to this moment. Arrive in this moment here and now. All the livingness, all the experiencing, 
all the exploring is also welcome to meet us in this moment now. We sit back and let our awareness experience it. So far, our minds and bodies, our senses, our stories, our beliefs, these are the things that we're experiencing life, experiencing the material reality inside, outside. And now, we take all of it and allow our awareness also to experience it, to soak it, to go through it, and see what reality emerges from this present moment awareness. And like this, we remain a dynamic self, constantly alive, constantly checking in with the life force, and doing course correction. Correction isn't the right word. Just doing course alignment, collaborating. It's almost like the various parts of us are going in different directions and they come back at a pit stop and we all align like a team and reorient each other, inform each other love each other, hug each other and then once again as a unified force go out if we have to in different directions. So when we come back at another pit stop in another moment we have awareness as our central guide, our tour guide at all times. Today I'm very happy to share with you my discovery of a beautiful book, Into the Heart of Life, by Jetsuma Tenzin Pamo. And I'm going to read you a little bit from that. It also has a meditation which we will do together. So find a comfortable spot and hope you're not driving or working with heavy machinery or in the kitchen because you will be taking a journey into your vast awareness you and I together. Welcome. She says in the book on page number 66, I had never been anywhere in my life until I first went to India in 1964. In those days, you did not really have backpacks. You had bags made of canvas or leather that you carried by the handles, which made them very heavy. I knew that where I was going, Dalhousie, was up in the mountains, which meant I would face cold weather. I also knew that India was hot so I tried to pack for both. After holding, folding my two long thick nightgowns made of warm flannel, I reached for my two pretty gingham ones that also went all the way to the ground. Before I left, someone gave me two very pretty little nylon gowns 
and so I took those two. In one bag I had six nightgowns. Disorganized in total disarray, the garden of her mind contains some very precious plants, but mostly it is all overladen with the junk. And so we have three choices. We could live in the garbage dump and leave it at that, or we could say, aha, garbage dump, and begin to pull out the pieces of garbage one by one, looking at each piece, oh, that is interesting, but of course this takes a long time. And in fact, since the amount of garbage we have been accumulating is endless, it will take us an endless amount of time to throw it all out, especially as more keeps coming in. Our third option is to recognize our garbage as mulch, as compost, and in this way feed the precious plants. In our nunnery, we have a lot of vegetable peelings and tea leaves and other material which we need to throw away. The only sensible thing to do with it is to create a compost heap. Initially, when the nunnery was founded, the girls just threw it outside and it ended up as a great big smelly, disgusting hill. So we invited an expert to teach them how to make compost properly. The essential points consisting of aerating it and putting in little worms, but I won't go into detail here, makes a good analogy though to dealing with the rubbish in our minds because if we just leave it there building up and accumulating, we end up living in the middle of a garbage heap within which we try to make a little space for ourselves to feel at home. And of course, our society does not help at all, because practically everything it contributes is just more garbage. So the point is, instead of allowing all of it to become just this solid, compact load of junk, we need to aerate it. If it can be aerated through pure awareness, then of itself, without any effort from our side, the garbage turns into this very friable and highly fertile compost which can then be used to grow our Bodhi tree. People think if something is very difficult or complicated must be good, but often it is the simplest things which are best. But because something is so simple, we don't believe it. Truly, even our most advanced yogis say that their practice is really very, very simple. All true spiritual paths deal with how to dissolve the small sense of self to open to something which is so much vaster, whatever we may call that. For example, St. Paul said, It is not I who moves and speaks but Christ who moves in me. But in the meantime, ironically, we also need, while we are living in our relative world, in our conceptual mind, to become friends with this sense of ego as an aid in our journey. Ultimately, the ego does not exist. At least it does not exist in the way we see it. But in the meantime, 
when we say we have to overcome the ego, this does not mean that we can overcome it by beating it to death. In the beginning, as we embark on our inner journey, we need to become at ease with ourselves, gain confidence in ourselves, and in this way, slowly, we can see through the duplicity of our minds. And in this way, slowly, we can see through the duplicity of our minds. One of the most important aspects of the Buddhist path is the cultivation of the mind called meditation. The following is a simple but effective method suitable for most practitioners. So begin getting ready for the meditation now. There are three paths to meditation and they are easy. They are simple. Step one. Whether you are sitting on a cushion or in a chair, sit upright, straight. The important thing is to keep your back straight and your feet flat on the ground. Bring your shoulders up, bring them backwards and down again. In that way you are in a good posture. Now just relax. Otherwise you will get tired. Focus your attention on the coming and going of the breath. The breath is a good focus for practice because there is a strong connection between our breath and our state of mind. Be aware of your breath as it comes and goes. With the breath as a focus, you are present. I am present. You cannot breathe in the past or in the future. You can only breathe now. Normally, we are not conscious of our breathing. But the moment we are conscious of it, we bring our mind into the present. This is skillful means. You can become conscious of your breath during the day at any time. Driving, walking, sitting at a computer. Even while you're talking. Breathing in. Breathing out. And that in itself is a meditation. Even sitting up straight, holding a formal pose is not required for this. According to the Tibetan tradition, one should be able to keep the mind one-pointedly on 21 breaths without being distracted. Thoughts are not a problem. Following after and identifying with the thoughts is the problem. Thoughts can be like a river with us right in the middle getting tossed up and down. Becoming conscious of our thoughts is a way to step out of that river. As you step out of the current of the river, <clears throat> you can focus your attention on what is forefront, your breath, as it rises and falls, especially your outgoing breath, 
You may count one as you breathe in, two as you breathe out. Don't give the thoughts in the back of the mind any attention. If by any chance you jump back into the river and get, get swept along, climb out onto the bank and start again when you realize that has happened. One as you breathe in, two as you breathe out. Keeping the mind very relaxed, centered, you just concentrate on the breath as it comes in, as, a, as it goes out. And that is all you have to do. Nothing else in the world matters right now, except to breathe in and out, and to know it. So we will take 21 breaths like this. I will count along with you. I'm breathing out the excess breath. And now we begin. One, breathe in. Two, breathe out. Three in, four out, five in, six out, seven in, eight out. Nine in, ten out, eleven in, twelve out, thirteen in, fourteen out. Fifteen in, sixteen out, seventeen in, eighteen out, nineteen in, twenty out, twenty-one in. I cannot help but check the shift in my body, sensations, the state of my mind, the feelings that arise. There is a sense of great centering. Step two, she says in the book, now take that spotlight of awareness that is centered on the breath and turn it inward to the thoughts themselves. Our thoughts are constantly flowing by moment to moment to moment. The contents of the river are ever-changing. But now, as we are very relaxed, we can step out from the river and rest on the bank. We can just watch the river go past without immersing ourselves. 
We are not judging our thoughts at this time. We are not thinking that this is a clever thought or a terrible or stupid or interesting thought. They are just thoughts. Whatever thoughts arise inside of us, whatever sounds arise outside of us, all are just thoughts, just sounds and are not important. What is important is the knowing quality. The knowing quality that is centered on the flow of thoughts. Normally when we are thinking, we are the thoughts. But now we are stepping back and becoming a witness to the thoughts. An observer. So there is the thought current and there is that which is aware of the thought current. Keep the mind very relaxed but very centered. You're just seeing the thoughts as they flow by and not becoming involved with them. Try that for five minutes and see how you get on. Whatever sounds you hear are just sounds and are not important. Don't follow them. Whatever thoughts you have in your mind are just thoughts. Don't get fascinated by the thoughts. Don't follow them. Just keep sitting on the bank. See if you can make as it were a separation in the mind between the flow of thoughts and the awareness that knows. We will do this, though she says five minutes. At least we will do it for a one whole minute right now together with me. I am coming along with you watching the thoughts as they come and they go and just noticing her breath every time almost like it's the breath that is letting the thoughts pass and say okay you go i watch you flow i love you the way you flow it's in your nature to flow i see and experience your flow and how attractive you are and some of the thoughts they're so delicious and some not so and I can watch all of them along with my breath apologies for that interruption <coughs> we'll continue that one minute meditation of watching the thoughts step two with Jetsuma Jetsunma Tenzin Palma. Ready? Watching the breath, scanning the body for sensations. Feeling our feet, top of our head, our palms. Breathing in, breathing out. Just watching the murmur, the whisper of thoughts. One whole minute.
I for one definitely got swept away by a few thoughts that was held by my breath and with the lifeboat life jacket of the breath on I could come back I'm also held by your invisible anonymous presence dear listener that I could come back knowing that you're right here with me and the reading of the step three the third step is the easiest step four you can just rest in that awareness now you might think you don't have any awareness but the very fact that you can think and know that you are thinking is a manifestation of awareness normally though we are not conscious of being conscious just sit and be aware of being aware there is absolutely nothing to do we always want to be doing something and this is the problem we always think what do i do this is one of the reasons why other aspects of tibetan meditation such as visualization of deities and mantra recitation are so popular there is so much to do but it can leave you going huh you can see the mind running around looking for something to hold on to but i'm describing the kind of meditation in which we just sit we just sit to sit it is very akin to soto zen we just sit without thinking about it we are just conscious of being here there is nothing to do there is nothing to concentrate on there is nothing else but to be in this moment as it is technically speaking if you want an official name for this kind of meditation it is called resting in the nature of mind all you have to do is do nothing just sit here and be aware of just sitting usually what happens is that we become more conscious of energies flowing through the body a sense of being but don't try to manufacture anything just be very open to whatever happens the quickest way to stop suffering is to recognize our lack of identification with our thoughts and feelings normally we try to get beyond our underlying dissatisfaction by distracting ourselves we try to lift up our sense of ego by feeding it with as much pleasure as possible we distract ourselves endlessly so we don't have to see that underneath it all is deep dissatisfaction for example it is noticeable in the united states which has such a high level of material prosperity that practically everyone who can afford it seems to have their own private therapist or psychiatrist just as they have their own dentist or doctor so clearly even having so much pleasure and comfort in one's life does not actually cover up the underlying disease or what the buddha called dukha actually disease is a good translation for dukha which is the opposite of sukha meaning ease 
the seemingly smooth and nice as we come to recognize dukha <coughs> this ease within ourselves we come to recognize just how sick we are with the three positions sorry the three poisons of desire hatred and confusion <coughs> sorry again renunciation is a matter of letting go and the ultimate renunciation is to release one's grasp at a self autonomous enduring and separate me at the center of the universe <coughs> i guess i will stop here and begin tomorrow to read almost the whole book a little at a time every day because this month is a very big transitional month for myself when i intend to make that deep breakthrough and reclaim my sukha once and for all and it's such an opportune moment when i have to make a big transition in my personal journey i've come across this beautiful book in my dear friend's house and i will be here every day reading meditatively in the presence to share this presence with you wherever you are on this planet and intend that you experience the sukha of being free from suffering wherever you are may you be safe may you be happy may you be at ease may i be safe May I be happy. May I live with ease. Welcome to this moment here and now. Open ourselves up to the stillness of this moment. Connect with it through the breath. As if paying attention to the breath opens the moment up wider. kinder clearer more loving another breath and it opens the moment up not just around us but within bringing everything to a point of stillness a point of rest and maybe even a point of a peculiar joy 
even in the midst of pain, even in the midst of confusion, even in the midst of separation, even in the midst of challenges, you and I can stop and create a small moment unconditionally take an excuse from the living and settle down in this moment bringing a full awareness to all the experiences that have shaken us that has taken us from ourselves, our joy, our ease, our trust, our intuition. And another breath allows all of that to slowly drop away if need be. But just watching, just allowing, just a few minutes of not resisting, not trying to fix it, just a few minutes. And another big breath and sigh out and begin to welcome, welcome all the challenges. Begin to see the gift behind them, the gift they carry that in these challenges, in the pain itself, I and you, we together, see that it's outlived itself, doesn't have a grip on us. And even if it has a grip, we just see it. We see it and say, yes, I'm here. I see it. This bothers me, this concerns me, this worries me, this enrages me. Accepting our humanity, accepting who we are exactly as we are, just for this moment not trying to change ourselves or our reality the world around us or within us, our bodies, our minds, our emotions, our stories, nothing to change, just accepting, allowing, noticing it for what it is exactly, not judging, not labeling, and even if we are labeling, just noticing. That too is my humanity, your humanity. And it's okay to judge, label, resist, find fault, feel guilt, or blame, or shame, or fear. And another breath taking us further into our enoughness, 
There's lots of space for all of this to exist as it is. It came of its own volition. It may leave of its own volition. And just for a few minutes, I invite you, I invite myself to not engage with it. It may feel like you're going away in a trance or zoning out or falling asleep and the pain can be excruciating. And that's okay. Not suffer over the suffering by worrying about what it's doing to you. For human beings, living beings, are blessed with the capacity of experiencing life in all its fervor, in all its extremes, in all its torrid affairs and yet remain unscathed in a most fundamental way. In fact, be sculpted by it, be cleansed by the pain, be cleared by it, be brightened by it, sitting in the fire as they say, is not an easy task, many crumble, many fail, many veer off into darker spaces and you and I in this moment have the opportunity to stop, stop ourselves by making a conscious choice that no matter what it does to us, the suffering, the pain, no matter what it pushes us into, we can always find a moment of stillness and stop ourselves for a few minutes from reacting, from throwing our arms about and crying. And in this moment, being our best friend, our guide, our own teacher, our own parent, our own inner child, our own God, bless ourselves, our own Guru. And life wants us to see that there is nothing you can do, there's nothing I can do. All my doing, all you're doing, is but flailing arms about in the storm and the storm has come with a promise to take us down and if we allow it perhaps it will take us to a new shore brimming with life and a new sunrise or it may take us to the bottom of the ocean 
where we may meet the most glorious fishes in underwater world. There is no such thing as death. There is no body, no mind. Here in this moment, witnessing and experiencing the full extent of pain and separation, you and I can see and also experience that there is no such thing, it is only given by my old conditioned habits of trying too hard, of trying to fix it, trying to protect something. And that's okay. Another deep breath, sighed out. Come with me. Come with me to the spot of eternal sunshine within us. Right now. In another breath, we will go and claim our seat there and stay there forever. With the promise that no matter what happens inside or outside? You and I will not leave this spot because that is the real me. Experiencing no matter what challenges and what pain and what suffering, a choice can be made based on the core knowing not on perceiving reality, not on experiencing it, but on knowing the true self. Knowing that we are always loved, protected, cared for, in the most mysterious ways guided. Knowing that I am is the only reality. I exist, that I matter, and that the phenomena of life is constantly unfolding and doing its dance. And the dance is not something I don't understand or it fails to please me. I can choose to stop and let it finish with its dancing. Observe it like the audience, with detachment. Create space around it. Watch it on the stage of life doing its dance. Even applaud it. Let it pass, for pass it will. Another deep breath, fully embodied the knowing of who I am, 
who you are is the eternal breath of life still and steady and constant in its rhythm of flowing in flowing out meeting a core self a true self at the intersection of each breath that goes in comes out in that stillness and the quiet between two breaths take all our time embody this eternal presence and not identify with the body mind the body suit not identify with the happenings of the day happenings of the world around us not identify with the pain and suffering because that is the lie that is happening only so far as to bring us to this moment of feeling complete feeling whole feeling the love itself embodying the love embodying the life in its purest purest form in the breath sounds of the rain falling around you welcoming change as the nature of change is only to flow holding an intention that no matter what happens tomorrow morning or after you get up from this meditation <clears throat> you will walk with this inner calm inner assurance this deep knowing at every moment you will be held in this knowing <coughs> and that's good if something like this happens I feel my body coughs when it's letting go of stuff it's been holding dearly trying to figure a way out trying to fix things trying very hard not to suffer and a cough like this comes to let the body let go of it the body lets go of it and another breath taking you into the strength and the willingness the will power that i will be in this identity of i am i always was i always will be 
for I am an aspect of life. Life is me, I am life. Life is love, I am love. Life is gentle and kind, I am gentle and kind. Life is abundant and blessed, I am abundant and blessed. With that intention, no matter what happens tomorrow or after this moment, this I am knowing will protect me and cover me inside out at all levels like an armor. My armor of truth is that I am. I am an aspect of God and God is an aspect of me. And I fully rest in that knowing. And I shall forever and ever and ever and ever identify with the body suit, the sensations, the feelings, the emotions, the thoughts, the stories. But I shall allow myself to experience them fully, allow them space in my life. not resist them, allow them to play their drama, entertain me, amuse me. I shall never flow away with them, believe in them, or follow any leads that these dramas bring. If it's very pressing, I'll sit down with that request that any particular drama makes upon me and feel its truth if it rings deeper and resonates with my eternal identity and respond from that place. With another full breath, stretch your arms wide Open your chest, feel the expansion in the middle of your body, breathe, do a gentle dance movement, let ripples of waves form with your arms. Slowly open your eyes to come into this moment. Don't open them fully, just partially. Listen to the sounds of the rain around you. Or the sounds in the space where you are. Feel the surfaces you're sitting on. Knowing full well that none of it is true. But it's here to assist you to stay in the truth. The more illusions of life you experience, the more they are there, only to remind you and me of the embodied truth I am that I am. I am that I am. I am that I am.
placing your hand on your head and heart bless your own self that this armor of truth shall forever and ever protect you guide you and keep you in the state of wholeness love and abundance forever and ever and not for one moment shall you depart from this truth then another deep breath sigh on out come to this moment slowly thank you welcome and namaste today's meditation i'd love to begin with a little story this was a real incident that happened to me and the sweetness of it has remained a blessing for more than 20 years this was the year 2001 when a very dear friend of mine from america came to india we had met a couple of years ago in our first vipassana meditation camp of 10 days where you have to be in complete silence for all 10 days and practice vipassana the buddha's most famous and most beloved meditation technique of being in observation of everything that arises so my friend had come back from america for another visit and this time she had planned to go visit bodhgaya and sit under the tree the bodhi tree under which gautama buddha found enlightenment and she said would you like to come along and just as always i was too turmoiled and refused though my heart really wanted to go with her but it seemed like i had things to attend to people to take care of in a way I only understood many years later what my deep caring nature was all about but I did make a request to her and I said would you do me a favor when you sit under the bodhi tree and I'm sure you will meditate and what a beautiful meditator and dedicated meditator she has been for more than 25 years I said would you please sit down when you sit down and close your eyes and meditate at the end of your meditation just me move your hand around in the gravel below and whichever pebble or tiny stone or whatever comes into your hand uh bring that for me if 
if uh, the ground below you takes my request for it so I said you may she said yes I will close my eyes I will take your name and ask for a blessing and pick up whatever pebble or stone my hands for the pond and then she came back she said you will not believe this but when I closed my eyes and moved my hand around taking your name then what little pebble or stone blessing from under this sacred tree is for my friend Dipali. What came into my hand was this tiny little cup, a clay cup, so tiny that it fits on top of your index finger. And it seems that your cup is always full. So this cup is what came to me. And forever it has been part of my meditation and prayer altar space and forever I have felt the blessing and forever I have received endless abundance from this cup everything I ever need always arrives at the right time so long as I don't engage with the mind and stay present sometimes it's difficult because radical challenges asking for radical changes and there's another story this was in the year 2012 when I was still practicing interior design but very little and I had this one project in the couple's house in Pune they had a little boy and my own son was quite little littler and I had just started designing and all the plans were finalized and materials purchased and work was going on the client, the couple's decided, couple and their child decided they have to visit Sikkim for a holiday. And I said, be rest assured, everything will be done nicely. When you come back, you'll have a beautiful house ready. You can go on a holiday, enjoy yourself. And so they left and they came back after 10 days. They were very excited and they said, we have a gift for you. Come here, we have a gift for you. And from the expression on their faces, I thought it must be some rare gift that they're so excited to give it to me. And they took me aside. The husband said to the wife, you tell her. And she says, you won't believe this. We went to a monastery and we were looking around and we were praying and and uh, walking the compound when one of the monks, the senior monk, calls us and says, come here, we have a gift for you. And he took out a bell, a Tibetan bell with a red string and put it in the hands of the 
husband and says, this is not for you. This is for the lady who is making your house beautiful and has one child when she is a single mother. And the couple thought that, oh, we also have a friend who is a single mother, but she's not making our house beautiful. You are. And it was the most surreal gift. And how did this monk so many kilometers away, up in the mountains of Sikkim, thought of? And that blessing again stayed with me for many years. But one day when a father came, worried about his daughter, I was so moved that I had to gift him further that bell and say this is a gift from this mountain and it's been a gift for me and it always will be in my heart and how did the monk think of me and send me a blessing from so many miles away when he didn't even know I exist and I gifted that bell to the father so that he can tell that story to his daughter and she was suffering from some illness. And today I want to sit with all the gifts, enormous gifts I have received all throughout my life and count the pain and suffering that I have received also as a gift. Because it is during the time of pain and suffering that I have found my thoughts get clarified, my desires find clarity my body and mind find greater, deeper focus on what which is on that which is most important and a willingness to commit to it no matter what. Nothing else seems to be more important than being in presence. Presence to whatever arises. Presence to whatever calls for attention whoever calls for attention. Just being present to it, not attaching any meaning or belief system is one of the most fundamental gifts I have received from life. An enormous amount of pain, ongoing, the only reason I finally found why I'm visited by so much pain and suffering like so many of my brothers and sisters on this planet because I have a capacity to be present to it and offer it my kindness, my compassion and see it in the light of life's phenomena and not take it personally, see it as a happening. That all of that pain and pleasure are opportunities for me to practice equanimity. Be here and now, allow it to occupy me use my body-mind space 
my life space to act out its drama and try not to react to it but engage with it from this presence from the guidance <coughs> i always seem to light an incense when i meditate and then the incense kind of gets to my throat apologies i hope you like the stories i would love to share more stories from my life which has been an enormous gift i can't see it any other way anymore especially during challenging times and anger arises rage arises confusion arises for all of us different things come up we may feel helpless we may feel cornered we may feel betrayed by life itself and we may look first to pin it on someone or our own selves and that is okay but to be aware that that's what we are doing perhaps we don't know there is any other option perhaps we are not aware that by blaming it or hiding from it distracting ourselves from it it's not going away and then one day we can stop and ask ourselves what does it want from us we can take a deep breath together and ask ourselves right now what does all this pain and suffering want from us when a course in miracle says that we do not even have a body and a mind cannot attack then what is it that troubles us and this deep existential question has forever been asked i invite us to hold this inquiry and sit in presence of what comes up when two opposites collide when two opposites come together they inform each other about each other when water meets oil what informs oil that i cannot allow you to solve dissolve in me and oil informs water that i shall float on top of you and thereby they both are better informed about their natures but if oil and water don't come together neither knows about the other's nature or its existence 
or how they can make space for each other and still continue to live in harmony and that is our choice we can bring our upsets frustrations rage disillusionment despair grief sadness in this space of presence right now with one long breath and a sigh offer it our peace our blessing that i don't know why you are here or why you exist in me in my life on this planet in the lives of all my brothers and sisters I don't know why you exist but I can make space for you and allow you to exist as you wish without trying to change you at least for 5 minutes without trying to find out why you exist why you manifest in the lives of children in the lives of living beings my brothers and sisters why do you come alive in my own body and mind i may not get the answers and so i choose to simply make space for you by breathing in and breathing out acknowledging your eternal presence as the oppositional force of life as one of the elements of life as part of duality that you do have a right to exist that you are but an ingredient that makes life run and in so doing i thank you for allowing me to choose because when you showed up dear pain only then could i make a choice that i do not want to react to you i do not want to doubt you or your powers nor do i want to support or believe in you you exist only so long as i identify with you you get my mind and body only so far as i identify and believe in you but i do believe you exist as much as my peace and joy effortlessness and blessings exist as much as good fortune good health grace 
peace and joy exist for all my brothers and sisters on this planet and for all living beings both exist as part of life's ingredients and here in this moment for at least a few minutes i invite us to acknowledge that and breathe in ease let out the pain the limitations breathe in the blessings and sigh out all that you lived through and are complete with breathe in good fortune and breathe out all that is old and conditioned and that's it this is our one moment at a time we change the habit of pursuing the illusion of pain and reclaim our true nature and one step at a time go beyond the duality there only peace and harmony in a joy equanimity serenity tranquility only the right action the right thought has a capacity to hold all that is undesirable has a capacity to make space for it we are enough we are always enough you and i together always may you be safe and protected may you be happy and peaceful may you be healthy and strong may you live in ease and abundance may i be safe and protected may i be happy and peaceful May I be healthy and strong. May I live with ease and abundance. Another long breath.
Me and I together just took a walk in the corridors of eternity. And you and I together, we just embraced timelessness and allowed ourselves to be healed to come whole again and again and again. Namaste. Welcome to this moment. Let's meditate on worries and the experience of worrying, experience of anxiety, the experience of feeling ungrounded, the experience of feeling off-center. Take a few deep breaths. Sigh if you need to and allow your body to naturally come into a comfortable but alert and relaxed position. Knowing that as we stop consciously in the midst of anxieties and worries and allow our bodies to gain composure, poise and pause consciously. We're sending that message deep down into our psyche and training our minds and emotions to be here and now in this allowing, accepting space. Let's take a few conscious breaths as you may like and while you allow yourself to come to this moment let me share a few thoughts from my experience of worry and anxiety in the past few weeks. Worry to me appears to be a creepy crawly worm, a caterpillar. It finds its way in through cracks and crevices of concern or my incessant overthinking on the same thoughts over and over again. Worry is a caterpillar looking for its wings inside the dark spaces within me. Worry is cocooning itself in the darkness of my old pain, of my familiar old sufferings and yearnings, of my old stories and longings. It seeks to color itself new. It seeks to find who it really is and so I follow it. I follow the thought line, the thread of worries, 
that spreads itself into me beginning from that one concern or a trigger point that opens up the dimension and soaks my entire being into anxieties, fears, concerns and worries. And when I let it hang its cocoon safely in my bleeding heart, it grows in my love and attention. It finds freedom to just be what it is. It begins to talk to me, shows me things I have grown out of things, attitudes, habits, behaviors, intentions that are already transformed within me and yet a few are still lurking and need the light of my attention. So here I am with you sitting together to bring my light of allowing my light of accepting worry just as it is, noticing through the torch of sensation, scanning the parts of my body that experience the effects of worry and anxiety, depression. Allow it to be exactly what it is right now in the sensations, in the feelings, in the thoughts, in the embodiment of this that is alive in me today. Worry is looking to transform itself into a butterfly, revealing that Worry came only to delay my haste. Worry came only to tell me that if I did attend to this trigger, this issue, in the same old way it will produce the same old result. And I am rejoicing to notice that I choose to overthink, worry, or experience anxiety in order to look for a better option. Worry, anxiety and depression have come because I am stopping. With you, we are stopping because we don't want to take the same old option and have the same old results anymore because we care about what we bring to our lives what we give to our beloveds our loved ones around us because we are inclusive 
we want something more beautiful, something more nurturing, something more wholesome. Take another deep breath and relax into these thoughts. Notice what other thoughts come up at this point. I bring my blessings to the darkness that seeks my joy. Worry, anxiety and depression have come to seek my wisdom, my light, my joy and turn into a butterfly, transform itself under my love and allowing my acceptance and understanding. Look around gently into the space where you are in the here and now. Notice five things that catch your attention. Stay with them one at a time. Soak in the visual of what you're seeing. Notice if any thoughts arise or any sensations, feelings shift within you. Go to the next object in your space, allowing the sight eyes only to caress it, feel it with your eyes, gaze and relax further into this gaze. there is any relief or stillness within, stay with that and notice that you are at ease, you are still and you may be harvesting this stillness to stock up the energy of peace, stillness, timelessness. To embody it even in the midst of pain, even in the midst of turmoil, even in the midst of demands and stress. You've given yourself the gift of yourself, of your attention, of your inner peace. And it certainly has ripple effects all over your life and those of others. Knowing that I am not alone. That while I take the position, make the choice of that which is light and joyful for me, The alive, conscious, breathing, reality, the world around me fits and takes the choice 
of simultaneously doing that which is light and joyful for them and it may be light and joyful aligning to my core needs to simply sit in this moment and watch my breath while it may be light and joyful aligning to its core be the needs of others around me to conspire with the great reality with the great oneness and bring me that which I may most need and inspire me to bring to others what they may most need in this way we complete the jigsaw of togetherness interdependence oneness and experience a state of flow even in the midst of worries even in the midst of despair even in the midst of pain and longings knowing and experiencing embodying and knowing not perceiving but simply knowing that I am enough that everyone else is also enough just as they are it may appear differently to me and I may shift into judgments and fears and worries again but that does not change the fact that I know Everything is just as it needs to be. So while I may get up and go out to look for what I need, somebody out there will get up and come out to give what I need. While I may get up and go out to be that which someone else needs, Someone else will get up and come out to give and be what I need. I shall remember this throughout the day. That whatever I experience, whether it feels negative or positive, is certainly just as it needs to be. And not to judge it second think it and try not to feel guilty or second guess my responses I shall try to remember what I know that everything is in a state of flow even if it appears not so to me or others I shall find my grounding in stillness, my humor and lightness in this thought and continue to stand by my needs and continue to honor the needs of others by allowing them to stand by theirs in whichever way they choose.
I shall continue to hold a smile while I experience any effects of worry, anxiety or depression, knowing fully that this too shall pass as it always does. Take a few deep breaths and if at this point you need to take out your journal and draw, paint or write something, know that you will be creating and bringing a life into the world, into the three-dimensional space, something of your own through your creative, unconditional self-expression. I invite you to intentionally make this as an offering and I offer this whole experience of meditating on our worries to the heart of all the despair, all the duality that is past, part of existence. I bring my blessings and gratitude to this offering and from the deepest core of my being I'm grateful for any challenging experiences for the insights and clarity that they have brought for inspiring me to share it with everyone here on this podcast and being the change I want to see in the world myself you may like to sit and enjoy your own company for a while longer listen to your own insights experience your own embodied sense of well-being thank you for pausing thank you for giving yourself this gift thank you for coming on this journey with me Just like that, the butterfly spreads its wings and fills the space by flying around, just being itself, wanting or needing nothing. Thank you. Hello there. I've been waiting since morning for this moment when I can share with you and bring alive in me this clarity, this insight that has visited me. <clears throat> Especially during these days when I have <coughs> a terrible, terrible cold. My left nostril is completely blocked and it feels like the brain is slowly leaking out of it. <laughs> and in this kind of a 
painful place, but yet there is a celebration behind it because of two reasons. One is that I haven't been able to experience the regular cough, cold and fever, which happens, used to happen to me once a year. I haven't been able to experience that in the regular kind of way since nearly two and a half years. Since the time I went to UK for six months and had a very challenging experience for for five months out there. <clears throat> I'm guessing that something in me just held it all and said, no, we can't afford to fall sick right now. So whenever I used to feel a cough and cold or a fever, it would be somewhere at the bottom of the spine, a little bit of a tingling or feeling worn out or something and if I just lay down for a couple of hours I'd be fine again but I could never experience it fully like now so that is why it's a celebration because it feels like I've returned back to the body and the rhythms or the circadian rhythms or whatever the rhythms of life are now normal and it took two years nearly the second celebration is that I didn't believe anymore that a body can be sick thanks to the Course in Miracles and the several years that I am practicing it. It's guiding me. And so I don't believe the body can fall sick, the mind can fall sick. It cannot. It can feel a separation. And once the separation is restored, there is no sickness, not in the mind, not in the heart, not in the body, not in the space around you, not in your life. And I've been practicing the pause and holiness, happiness practices, which is really all I think I need that brings me back home, back into the moment, back into here and now, paying attention to whatever is so and being available to it from authenticity, from honesty, <coughs> and which also meant that if I honestly felt like withdrawing, then that's what I felt in the moment. So being available to myself in each and every moment and then extending that same self to others with presence. So that was all, and I thought perhaps that's the reason I don't fall sick anymore. But I guess a couple of days back, I did feel excruciatingly separate and <laughs> didn't realize it. It felt very playful, and I just separated myself from spirit. And this is the way I'm being informed by the spirit that look, oh, and the other reason is whenever I had any sickness of any kind I'd be extremely irritated I'd be wanting to be left alone and then all the stories of the past would begin to attach themselves back to me through the pain body because the pain body would be triggered and and then the stories of the childhood and blah 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 would begin to get attached and obviously then there would be emotions not always <laughs> too much Sometimes very little, but they would be there. But this time, I'm in the same painful space, but there's no story. 
there is no emotion there's just a quiet celebration and it's weird right because i am in great pain yesterday i had an excruciating headache which i've never had a headache for the last 6 7 years it was almost like a migraine and i didn't look for any reasons i was not feeling interested in looking for any reasons or uh, of why this is happening of course a friend calls so i indulged in it for a while but then i said yeah, none of this matters it is what it is and it's almost like i'm enjoying it because it's revealing all these things that even though i'm in pain there is no story attached in fact i'm extremely calm i'm even more present and patient than before i'm even more able to just sit and do nothing no usually in the evenings i fill my time up with watching something wonderful i love movies or listen to music or sing or dance but no nothing i'm just sitting looking outside the window and watching my breath so i wanted to share this insight with you on pain that when pain comes to visit again <coughs> i'm sorry i have to pause in between <coughs> and when pain comes to visit again one is able to step into that dimension that field that arena and see for oneself again what one has become how much closer one has come to spirit how much have i been able to embody it i mean there's no measure for it but i do feel better than before i have been able to embody it much better than before and there is a lot more to go i'm sure it's a journey that's most beautiful and gorgeous and will continue forever is the only journey worth taking i've spoken very little through the day as you can see why it is hurting the throat so i invite us to take this moment take a full few deep breaths let the moment of now this present moment open itself up and there would be ways in which we will know it is more open that one is more present notice what it looks like to you with every breath if you're able to look around and notice the space just the space but not the things in it almost like your awareness your whole being is just floating in it that's the way it looks like to me i will pause to give you a few minutes to see and observe what does it look like to you to be in the present moment completely 100%
what does it look like to you? As I stay more and more in the present moment just with my breath and my palm on my heart, I notice the chatter in the mind almost zero. Lots of space for everything to occur and a growing strength in the body a sense of satisfaction and quiet joy in the heart I'll give you a few moments to check what else, what does the present moment feel like? If you like, you can pause this recording and write down observations in a few words <laughs> and then from this space of self-connection now that you feel connected to yourself and the space you're in and this present moment opening itself up in this self-love, in this guidance within yourself, from yourself, we can bring the inquiry of what is the purpose of my pain? I need be observe the sensations of pain be with it fully. Notice in this present moment when you have paused, where is it paining? Where is it hurting? Bringing your full awareness and presence to that space to that spot where it's hurting. <coughs> where is the discomfort, the dis-ease?
What is it feeling like right now? No need to visualize anything, just observing what is so. Now shifting your attention to the parts where there is no pain and perhaps there is pleasure in those other parts of the body and mind. Slowly shifting the attention to that part of the body and mind. Continue watching the breath alongside, feeling the breath. And now, invite the message that this pain and this ease wants to communicate. Perhaps we want to say, I'm ready. I'm fully available to you. I know you have come to deliver a message. Whether I'll hear it verbally, in words, or you'll deliver it to me energetically, I'm ready to receive your message. <coughs> I'm noticing a shift in my energy, sensations in the body, and staying in the intention of receiving the message of dis-ease. I feel my left nostril has opened up a bit and so has my voice cleared out a little bit as you can hear. And you can continue this moment as long as you like as I am going to to continue receiving the message that my disease disorder has brought for me. Be well, my friend.